Suicide Logs episode 171. I'm here with Jonas, Jonas Anderson, right? Is that at least is that at least your last name correct here? No, Pantelis. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot. Okay. I'm tr- yep, yep. <laughs> Jonas Pantelis. Um, he's been on the show before. He is a member of the band Paradigm. Um, the other member, Todd Brown, wasn't able to make it because he was held up at work being a fucking adult. You know what it is. Um uh, the main purpose here is we're trying to we're trying to promote his new song. I believe I listened to it. By the way, what's what's the name of your new single? It's called Solitude. Solitude. I'm trying to. Is that the one you guys had like a premiere for it, right? Like a couple, like a week ago or something, and you you yeah. had like a countdown. I think I was like subscribed and I saw that that was there. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we have the premiere going on. Okay, let me let me try to uh let me try to hum it out. Cause I know the guitar. Cause I remember Todd posted it on his Instagram and he was like, 
talking about, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm making stuff up. And then when this song came out, I'm like, that's the same. That's the same tone from that little real thing that he made. So it, it's kind of like, do no, 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 do no, 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 do no, 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 something like that. Is that it? Uh, it's more like, it's more like, boo, boo, boo. yeah, yep, that's it. That's it right there. Yep, <laughs> I did hear that. I hit, I did hear that. It, you know, when I, when I first listened to it, it, um, it gave me gorillas vibes. Yeah. you know the band gorillas like it, it gave me that i was probably gonna give it a little comment and say that but i, I never got around to it <laughs> oh yeah yeah no gorillas is a really big influence on on me anyways just as a as a musician a songwriter i like to add you know like um you know like ele- electronic you know influences in my song which i'm mostly a rocker so it's kind of like blending those but which isn't too unheard of but like I don't know the way the way I, I I do it is kind of like matches their style like the styles of like gorillas or sneaker pimps you know just just kind of like more of a chill electronic vibe as opposed to like um, you know how mainstream artists are doing it like with you know EDM and dubstep and stuff. Right, right, yeah. It, uh, for me, it was like the, his. I wouldn't say the lyrics, but just the way his voice sounded like it was kind of edited in a in a different way to where it gave that gorillas a gorillas effect. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think. Um, what what is Todd responsible for? So he just does the he just does the guitar and the lyrics. Right. Do you have any influence on the lyrics or are you just all about like the beat and all of that? Well, um Todd, Todd and I both write the lyrics, um, but he's mostly, uh, he mostly plays guitar. And on the last EP we put out, House of Glass, he also did bass and, and he sang a couple parts. But for the most part, uh, what I do is I'm the lead singer. I, um, pro- as of right now, I program uh, most of the drums and the keys and all the electronic stuff you hear. And I also produce and mix all of the tracks. What do you, what program do you use? Soundtrap. Oh, never heard of it. Is it free? You gotta pay money? Uh, it can be free, but you don't get shit if you don't pay for it. You know, it's, it's basically like, if you go uh, premium, you get everything, everything. So I, well, I pay for it, but you can get it for free. If you were to compare it to like Audacity or GarageBand, would you say they're in like the same category or would, uh, what, what's this called again? I'm sorry. Trap what? Trap sound? So- Soundtrap. Soundtrap. Would that be and, better? Uh, it's way better than Audacity. I'll tell you that most things are, but um. I don't I don't know too much about GarageBand. I'd say it's kind of it's it's kind of like a Kmart version of like Fruity Loops. Mm. Man, I got to get on that Fruity Loops, dude. I've been hearing about Fruity Loops since like 2005, 2006 and it's kind of crazy to think that it's 2022 and I've never really thoroughly had to like play with it or I've tried to like kind of I don't know, maybe illegally pirate it from the piratebay.org back in the day. I don't think that's a thing anymore. 
fucking things like Adobe Premiere and uh, Fruity Loops, but it just never really worked out with me. And it, like you saying Audacity is like the worst thing. It makes me feel bad because it's like, that's what I, I use Audacity for the podcast. I use it for my music. Well, um, see, Audacity is perfect for, for uh, dialogue. And okay. I think that's about it. Or, or maybe, you know, I don't know. I, I, I've tried it and I'm, I'm more like, there's just a lot more things that you know these other platforms offer that audacity is kind of just like straightforward in a way right. like you record your stuff and then that's it and then you can like edit it or whatever but then yeah you know, I, very I, basic I, editing yeah i've never really fucked with audacity too hard i only know my extent of my knowledge goes from you know the multi-tracks and then you know like the ability to like reverse or you know all that just play around with uh the audio essentially right yeah there's like little like i don't know if you know i make music and i like now i kind of want to send you some of my stuff maybe after the show and i'd like want your opinion most of my music that i make is just rap i've never i've, I've always wanted to make like a rock song or something like that and i feel like i'm slowly on my way to it it's gonna it's gonna eventually fucking happen but like when it comes to just music in general it's always kind of started with rap um and just you know typical finding free beats or whatever or who whoever can like hook it up or shit i've got friends that make beats and it's just like oh yeah let me hop on that and that that's just always kind of been my thing but editing has always been like my least favorite thing to do when it comes to art like i had an author on yesterday and I wish I brought it up, but she was talking about how, you know, how much it sucks to proofread and edit your books and get everything like correct. And that's how I feel about like music or even this podcast. It's just like my least favorite thing is the uploading process and the, you know, making sure you fucking throw in your intro music or even something as simple as a podcast. And now when it comes to music and it's not sounding like how you want to sound, I'm so fast to give up on shit. Oh, dude. Let me tell you, editing, yeah, editing, just any sort of, um, um, you know, rework or any any sort of all of that, all right, all of that lies on my plate when it comes to this music. So I'm spending hours on yeah. hours on these fucking two, three minute songs. People need <laughs> to get like, paid more for that shit, you know. And that's the thing for me, for like for somebody who creates it, right? And I do the editing it's like you get sick of the song you like after so many hours you you almost start second guessing yourself like is this fucking trash you know and then you send it to certain people and they're like it's pretty good and it's just like sometimes you just don't believe it sometimes you just feel like they're just saying it because they don't know anything about real music i don't fucking know yeah, no, <laughs> for sure i i definitely uh get that like that how uh by the time a song actually reaches the public you're over it for right. sure like right. uh, house of glass the last cp todd and i put out uh that basically was done for a good minute before we released it because we were originally planning on <clears throat> making a full like 10 track album we decided to uh trim the fat basically and just made it into a six track ep and uh and so at that point, you know, I've, I've heard all these songs a billion times before anybody heard them once. And it's like, God, yeah. already on to the next. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> it, it would be so much easier if you had just like a big team. Like I always think about the people who who 
you know, do it for a living and they're actually making a lot of money and it's like their whole life is surrounded by it. I mean, maybe at that point you just kind of get tired of music in general. And then that's how people could get tired with just creating. Cause it's like, if, if your job is just creating and you have all the editing and all the hard work out of the way and it's paid for and shit, then I don't know. It's just kind of like pressure to keep creating. Like that's your job. And I could see how that could kind of like overwhelm you as well. Even if you just, you could like fill up your plate, but with just the same entree. <laughs> all right. Well, oh. see, that's, that's, that's the thing though. Cause like making music, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely, it's a lot more tedious than it sounds to the outside looker. And you have to, it's very important that if you want to pursue music as not even, not even as like a career, but even as a hobby, you have to, you know, um, get, give yourself that, that, that leeway um, and understand that, uh, you know, this, this doesn't, you, you, you you want to not make it into a job. You don't want to feel like you're forcing it or that you have to do it. That's that's a I, really important yep. thing. And the second you do, say you're like in the middle of a track and you're feeling like, dude, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. Just scrap mm -hmm. it, dude. Just get rid of it and start something new because your best shit will always be what you're feeling on the spot. Have you ever heard, oh God, what was I think I was listening to another podcast earlier today and they were talking about um Eye of the Tiger, the song Eye of the Tiger, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. It's the Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the main theme song for one of the Rocky movies. Yep. Yep. And how that went around how that went about was uh Sylvester Stallone called up uh I don't remember what the band is called. Sorry, sue me. Uh, <laughs> blanking on it too <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone called him up and was like hey I want you guys to do the main theme for one of my movies um, I want you to record two songs so I can pick and choose which one I like and, and make it that and so they were like okay for sure and they spent like a full like a full night like 24 hours or some shit like that writing this super badass like song that they thought would fit this rocky movie and all that and then you know by the time they were done with that they're like oh shit we still got to write another song so huh. they're so they just pumped something out real quick and um and it happened to be i the tiger yeah and that's wow the one that's crazy yeah yeah i see, see i see how that has to do with what you're saying it's just like you know sometimes you could overthink shit and yeah, I, I feel that way, too. Like, sometimes I'll come up with lyrics in my head, and I'm like, that's a song right there. And then, like, I'll try to lay it out. I'll, okay, I'll have the first verse. And, like, if I listen back to some of my music, I'll see it. I'll be like, this is where I get kind of lazy. But because I remember the process. Like, sometimes when I make music, I like to just make it because it's like, it's like a bookmark in my time in life, you know? Like, if I listen to something that I made in fucking 2019, 2020, I, re I still remember the process. And sometimes it's just like a little, it's like a little trinket in my mind. That's, that's really what it's all about. But um, yeah, yeah. So like I'll start something, and, but it came organically, you know, I wasn't like in my head, like, let's come up with something good. Come on, do it now. I was just having fun, having a good time. And then I said something and I was like, wow, that, that could be a song. And then I actually take the idea and try to run with it. And then here I am, I laid the fucking track down. 
on a free beat that I found or whatever. And I'm like, okay, we've got 30 seconds. <laughs> now we've got three more minutes to fill. And yeah. then like, by the time you're at fucking a minute and a half, you're just like, I just want to finish this. I'm tired of this fucking beat. Let's yeah. just, let's make something up. What rhymes. <laughs> and then, but lately I've learned from that, as you can tell with the way how I'm explaining it. So now I just, I'll just, whatever comes to my mind, I'll write it down, whatever I think is good. And it's like, I'm little by little, just trying to put it together. But with what I was saying before though, sometimes that could be a good thing. And that could be a good thing when it comes to like, when it's your job, like whipping out good content quick. I feel like that's, that's uh, kind of an important thing to do if you're an actual like content creator and it's, it's your job and you're doing it like, you can't like, okay, you have a normal job. You work at fucking, um, what's a job that relies heavily on commission, like real estate. All right. Let's say you're a real estate agent and you're really fucking good. Only when you feel like it at three in the morning, you know, like there's so much process that goes into it. You got to go to school for like, like, or, you know, online school, trade school for like six months. You got to invest your fucking money. That shit can start to psych you out. And now here you are like, you're fucking sick of it. You've been doing real real estate for two to three years. And now it's just like, it's just, it's just, um, how do I say it? Uh, uh, repetition. It, it gets uh, too routine, too routine. And I feel like when you have too, too much routine in your life and you don't switch it up, that is something that could like take away from the creativity. Like creativity is obviously about doing, uh, you know, things that people wouldn't predict. Because if it wasn't creative, it wouldn't like impress you or um, catch your eye because it's something different. So it's like kind of like improvising, you know, it's like it's good reps. It may not be the best thing, but the more you do it the and the more you recognize your mistakes, the more you'd um, you'd improve and just get better naturally. Uh, and Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and when it comes to when it comes to something like music, for sure, like two two heads is better than one three heads is better than two and and so they're the right heads you don't want to you don't want a phillips working with a flat you know yeah 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 for sure (laughs) but like but but still like um i find myself uh uh, todd and i we both are into the same shit but we're also both into different shit and we incorporate all of everything into everything we do which is why i mean we're mostly a rock band yeah but like we are so beyond that like if you look at like for example you look at uh like our song incomplete that you had playing in in our last interview um yeah you know that that's more of like a a typical rock song right and then and then you you look on house of glass you see our song notebook which is more of like a dark like industrial type you know, uh, just psychedelic, like trippy, weird song. And then, and then this new song we just put out, you know, is, is, is very much like, it's like a hip hop song, like through and through it's a hip hop song with lo-fi. It's lo-fi, very lo-fi. And and so on and so forth. And we're going to keep doing that. Like we, we, we definitely don't want to stick to one pocket for that exact reason that you said, like repetition or getting bored of something. Right. Um, we, we just make the sounds that you know we vibe with at that time 
and and vibing is the most important part because if you're not vibing with something then what are you what are you doing what are you doing then you're forcing it and you know it's pointless true man that incomplete song i, I was thinking about it, and i definitely want to bring it up dude i was playing that on my guitar just yesterday and then like maybe a couple of days before off of um a bit a bit i learned off of todd he posted like a tutorial video and and it, it, it it's almost kind of embarrassing to say it, but it's true. It's true. And I feel like, I guess, I guess you'd like it. It's like, it's, I'm new to this. I've only been playing the guitar like less than two years. It's probably like a year and a half. Um, and I, it's just been like, I went from looking at the guitar and thinking, oh, that's fucking magic. I don't know how the hell that's going on, but whatever to just, I get it, you know? And um, I always thought it was just the craziest fucking thing for somebody to, play the guitar and sing a song at the same time like that is just such a different coordination thing and that I, that is like that song incomplete is probably like legit my first song well not not really like maybe it, it it's definitely helped a lot it's a good practice for me to like sing a song and play the guitar on beat and every time i do it it just feels so like I don't know. Like it's the first time you're riding a bike and you're, you're riding the bike without the training wheels. And you have that feeling of like, Oh fuck, I'm doing it. Like, that's how I feel like I'm not even saying I'm a good singer or anything. Like it might even sound fucking bad, but just the fact that my hands are coordinated with my fucking mouth and just like my brain, like I feel it. It's just, it's just crazy. And so like, yeah, thanks for that song, dude. It's a good song. And that's a song too. That kind of goes into that repetition of like, I'm bored of it. Like when I first fucking heard it, I'm a t I'll be honest with you. It was way better the first fucking time after if I were to listen to it today, dude. But oh, like dude, you're telling me, man, I fucking <laughs> I made the fucker. I heard it before you guys did. Okay. Exactly, but, dude. Exactly. But that, that that's Todd's anymore. that's Todd singing the song, right? Uh yeah, Todd Todd sings the majority of the song. I sing the chorus. So and, what um, what's the chorus? Let my intention be known. Yeah, yeah, Is, yeah. Oh, that's you. Okay. I didn't know. I just know. I just know that now. And look at how many years I'm not years, but how many hours that you put into that song. And like, it's probably like a little bit of a jab to your like, or disrespect to how much work you put into the song. <laughs> like I'm just no yeah. did I, I i knew what i was signing up with getting in a band with todd I, I i don't even think to be honest i don't think anybody knows who i am i don't think anybody knows that most of the songs that are coming out now are mostly me singing them but mm -hmm. like that's fine like i don't i don't do uh this for the attention or for like any like anything any personal gain or anything like that I just okay so I'm, I'm not gonna post this podcast nobody needs to know about your single never mind everything i said now nah, i'm playing <laughs> uh well they do need to know about the single okay like, what's <laughs> the single again what's it called i forgot what it's called it's called solitude by paradigm it's available solitude. on youtube right now uh for free for free yeah fuck you, yeah anybody can go and check it out it's not on streaming services yet um and it probably won't be until we put out the whole ep that we're writing right now uh i don't know if you want to do it on the podcast but i just like now that i have you i'd like to ask you because because you you do it like how the fuck do you get music on apple i mean it's such a dumb white belt question of me but 
it, whenever you have the chance, because I, I feel like we don't have enough time to get through that on the episode, but just like side note that if you could help me out like that, I'd be interested in putting some of my music on fucking iTunes or Spotify. Yeah, uh, well, I, I mean, I could, it's, it's a really quick answer. Uh, oh, okay. You got to go through uh, DistroKid is what Todd and I use. It's a distributing uh, platform oh. for them. It's like it's like 50 bucks a year or something like I see, that. I've seen that, uh, but I didn't know that that's what that was. I thought DistroKid was just like a fucking name that uh, Todd came up with or something. <laughs> it's 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 a distributing service there's like other ones like TuneCore and everything but they're all bullshit dude distro kids where it's at because you get 100 percent of all your royalties that you make and uh and it's like like i said it's only 50 bucks a year or something like that like that might be uh a bit up higher than it really is but um yeah you just do that and you you, you put your shit on there and they will distribute it to the streaming platforms wow i'm so happy i'm about to i'm about to whenever i get the chance i'm about to work on that shit um so what else man what's what's, what else is going on with you what's 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 happening (laughs) well me uh i mean personally i live the same day every single day of my life i go to work and then i come home and i make music i'm always writing music uh like consistently i'm always you know uh just you know smoking weed and like you know getting down like that's it i i i lead a very boring life to be completely honest are you smoking a cigarette right now uh yes i was, I was. okay yeah like it's very dark where you're at but i see that they, it's like is that an e-cigarette or a regular cigarette <laughs> no that was a regular cigarette oh. i started smoking cigs at a young age and now i'm trapped in it don't do it kids. oh yeah yeah my dad smoked a lot of cigarettes and when i got to around like 21 i was like really angry or just like i don't know i wouldn't say suicidal but like i was definitely closer to being suicidal at that time of my life than i was now and i was just like you know what i'm gonna I'm get into smoking my dad did it i'm gonna give it a try and it just it never clicked with it, me and i'm glad it didn't i'm glad it didn't um, but I remember just like buying a pack and I was like, yeah, I'm just like, you know, this is what people do when they're stressed out. I'm, I'm over sitting in front of a 7-Eleven and I did the whole like asking somebody for a lighter shit and just was trying to vibe and be a cigarette smoker. And it just did it. It didn't work out. Um, I see like with, with me, it was like all the all the cool kids were doing it, you know, all, all like my favorite rock bands and shit were doing it. Like it made mm. you look cool. And like I looked like a fucking badass smoking a cigarette back then. And now. <laughs> Now it doesn't look like that. I hate to break it to you now when I see somebody. (laughs) Let me, can I ask you, like, this has kind of been on my mind for a while. When you and Todd get together and make music, are are you guys like, like, I'm assuming, I feel like I've seen videos, like you guys drink and stuff like that. That's cool. Um, But is that, is that like the usual, like, are you guys like always like smoking and drinking to create do you feel like you need it but are there or or are there times where you guys are focused dialed in making music without the stuff it's 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 really a flip of the coin um most of the time like i can when, when i'm coming up with uh you know like basic outlines or skeletons or like ideas like like a song's first draft i'm typically like drunk or or stoned or something and then when it gets down to uh you know the nitty-gritty and like the actual work and like making everything work then yeah I, i'm 
I'm pretty try doing that when you're drunk. It's fucking right. impossible. Yeah, no, the last thing I want to do is be drunk while I'm like in the middle of even uploading a podcast. Like if I have I gotten drunk on the podcast? Oh my god, I'm starting to think about it. So I recently like little thing about me and my show. I'm kind of documenting not drinking. So I'm coming up on five months of not drinking, like four and a half months of not drinking. And um I'm doing all right. I tried doing no nut November. I documented that too. And is it, uh is it like a like are you are you stopping drinking just to prove that you can do it or, or a little like- bit? Um I guess one thing that I never talked about and I feel I feel like you don't know about this stuff, so I'll just keep it very vague. There's a there's an MMA fighter, U, UFC guy named John Jones. He's like he's like the Michael Jordan of 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 the sport, okay? But he he does like a lot of coke. He does or well, he did. He lived very crazy. He had a very like Mike Tyson-esque bad bad life uh or or just like partying, making bad decisions. And so yeah, the most recent thing that happened to him was like back in September, <clears throat> he got inducted into the hall of fame. And that exact same night he got like drunk, maybe blacked out drunk. I don't know. And like beat his wife. And then, um, uh, the body cam footage came out and it was just like really bad. But the night that happened, um, I think the next day he was talking about, I vowed to stay off alcohol for the rest of my life to leave it in my past. And when I heard that the kind of hater in me was like, that's a fucking lie. You know, like you're about it. You're about to drink again. And for me, I know it's going to be easier because I don't really drink that much, but I was like, okay, if John Jones says that he vows to, to quit drinking, I'm a quit drinking. And I, I, I want to kind of like quit until he slips up again. And maybe if he slips up again, I'll fucking drink. But it's just like, I just kind of want to have that like, he doesn't even know me, you know, but it's just like, I guess I kind of looked up to him a little bit. So it's like, obviously you, you got to kind of think how much, how much of that is, is, you know, so that he doesn't, you know, uh, fuck up his career, you know? Yeah. But he's done this so many times. Lady. Yeah. No, it wasn't video of him beating his lady, but it seems obvious. They were saying there was like, he, they were at a hotel and there's like blood this and that um and 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 the body cam footage just uh, was him getting arrested and he was just you know acting like a total spaz and i guess a little bit of me had uh somewhat flashbacks of me like never really as an adult adult like in my age now but definitely like late teens early 20s um I've, i've gotten drunk and have just like acted a fool you know it's like normal or just like to to like try to fight somebody or I wouldn't say it's normal, but um, I learned from that. Yeah. But anyways, just the whole thing was just, I kind of want to avoid things like that just altogether in general. Don't really enjoy drinking anyways. I don't ever want to get a DUI or get in a drunk driving accident. Like that's, that's really something that I'm like, I feel strongly about. I just, I'm like, I'm just against drinking and driving um but you know i i mean i'm a hypocrite i've for someone who's like as a casual drinker as, as me i've probably done it i say five times in my life there's probably five times in my life where i've legitimately legitimately have uh driven when i know in my head that i shouldn't have and i'm not proud of it but um you know i want to just avoid that altogether and i have a friend um who like he said something to me and it really like 
it really stuck out. He was like, you know, it's one of the hardest things about being an, an adult that you wouldn't expect growing up. And he was like dr- driving without drinking. And I was like, that, don't, that doesn't sound right, man. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, I just, I don't want to put anybody else's lives at risk. I don't want to put my own life at risk. And um, yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, I, I disagree with that. Uh, I don't think it's that hard not to drive a car when you're drunk. See, like, I, I'm kind of like, I, I'm, I'm uh, empathetic. I, I think that's the word to the fact that like, I, I understand that alcohol especially uh you know everybody it 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 treats everybody differently you know i personally um i've been drinking for a long time and i do it semi-frequently um but like you know not always as like a like a depression thing like i i i generally uh just drink to have a good time and you know have fun you know it's uh it's mostly just that and and i typically maintain no matter how blackout drunk i get maintain a pretty good composure i i've never really understood people that that get violent or aggressive or yeah. uh, i mean i'll get cocky i'll be a cocky little asshole <laughs> everyone's everyone's different i'd that's, say yeah that's that that's just you know the 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 confidence is just you know boosted up but like the only times I've ever driven a car after drinking is maybe after having a couple beers at the bar that's like five minutes away from my house. Hmm. Okay. Well, Never let, with liquor. I would like to clarify because I don't want, you know, the ops coming at me like he was driving blackout drunk or something. Like, no, nah, I like <laughs> same, same with me. But I guess for me, my tolerance for alcohol is very low because I, I'm not really much of a frequent driver. I mean, <laughs> frequent drink, <laughs> frequent drinker. And yeah. so, um, you know, I feel like, like right now, you know, I'm four and a half months sober. I feel like if I had, oh, yeah, by the way, right on, by the way, thank you. I'm still, I'm still smoking though. That's like something that I'm kind of like, kind on the edge of like i don't need it sober person i know still smokes (laughs) (laughs) and so um what was i talking about like drink oh yeah dude so four and a half months no drinking i know for sure if i were to have like just just two modelos like fast like less than like drank them in the in less than 20 minutes or 30 minutes i definitely i feel like and i'm a small guy by the way i'm probably like 130 pounds right now uh, I feel like I'd fail the breathalyzer. That's kind of like what I'm saying. Maybe, maybe I'd probably be able to successfully drink, but I make mistakes driving sober. You know what I mean? So the last thing I need to do is make a mistake under the influence and then, you know, get in fucking way more trouble than I should be. Oh yeah, dude. I, I can't, I can't smoke weed and drive a car. I can't. A lot of people can, a lot of people use that like against their, I think, weed is legal for the both of us where we live where are you at again um, i'm in michigan okay you're in cali yeah yes sir um if i just dox you you can edit that out (laughs) no i don't don't care but yeah Uh, the people know i'm from california (laughs) okay okay uh uh but in in you know in places where it's not a lot of the arguments for it is oh you can it, it doesn't affect your driving i I'm not going to say I disagree with that statement because I know that it doesn't for some people, but when I smoke weed, dude, I can't drive a car. My anxiety driving normally, like when I'm sober, yeah, is already through the roof. You're just so alert. I, 
If I smoke a dude before I drive a car, dude, uh-uh. They're like, I'll make it to the end of the driveway and be like, ah, you know, maybe I'll just take my bicycle. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah, man. Like, and that's another thing. Uh, I don't know. I guess where I live, it's just kind of maybe more normalized out here. Cause now I think you mentioned Michigan. I just kind of think about what the fuck is there to do in Michigan? You Nothing. know, but, exactly. No offense. Get drunk what is just and make music and uh hang out with my favorite podcaster thanks brother <laughs> <laughs> like i yeah i guess the thing for me like when i go out that's like the thing like i i, I don't know i went out to uh, san francisco a while back and i was like kind of like oh, maybe i should drink maybe this would be fun um but i was the one who was driving and it was just like even if i time it even if i like was like oh well if i drink it you know, if I drink at 10 and then we leave at like midnight or 1 a.m., I should be good to go. But it's just like me getting fucked up, me partying. I get tired, dude. And most of my life when I would get like fucked up, I'm, I'm kind of near my house or I'd have somebody to drive me. I don't think I've ever like, I don't know. And, and just so like being in another city and just kind of like having to, you know, really get on the freeway at night and just kind of get myself to where I need to be when I've already like, been drinking having fun and shit it's just like nah i feel like getting drunk would just kind of ruin the fun might as well just like try to try my best to have fun being sober too and that's kind of like my ultimate goal really is like to not need anything and i guess that's where i kind of start thinking about weed too it's just like i just want to feel good all the time like i don't want to have to have something but then man i bring it i bring it down to everything i bring it down to food i bring it down to sleep exercise all that shit that's the human condition where we're naturally um addictive creatures uh no matter what it is uh everybody has their habits whether it's uh you know whether it's you know that that fucking like jeopardy comes on at this time gotta be there and you gotta watch it you know (laughs) it's your morning cup of coffee don't talk to me unless i've had my cup of coffee you know like coffees or drugs too that's what i'm saying i'm Man, everything you mentioned, I'm I'm just like, I don't know. It makes me kind of think back and be like, am I becoming a fucking hippie? Like, what's going on with me? Why am I doing this shit? Like, why can't I just kind of give in and not worry about, oh, I'm spending too much screen time or fucking, um, yeah, like coffee, dude. Like, that's something that's kind of been going on with my show. I've just been, for like the past year, kind of going through, do I want to keep drinking this or do I not need it? And coffee's winning. I'll tell you that coffee's fucking. I almost had a cup of coffee right now because uh, I'm doing a podcast after. So the guy um, that I kind of wanted to have on to be like a fly on the wall was basically like, "No, I don't want a third party in here." And I'm like, "All right, fuck it. We'll do a show after the other show." <laughs> I would have been okay with it. Just saying. Thank you. Kidding. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, co- coffee, man. Coffee. Oh, oh, hold on. You, you hold on. You got to you got to repeat yourself. You kind of cut out. Oh, can you oh, there you go. Yeah. You said good? coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Co- coffee gives me crazy anxiety. Oh, I bet. Uh, I bet. But I love it, dude. Oh, dude. Just the taste, the flavor and like decaf doesn't do it justice. Like, fuck, dude. Like if I know I don't have anything to do for the next like two hours, I'll drink a nice fucking cup of anxiety. I don't even care. You like so you like the feeling of anxiety? I don't like it. 
No, I don't like it, but I love the flavor of coffee. I get what I get what you mean. You so do you like the vibe of it? You like, you know, getting what do you what are you a Keurig guy? What are you? I, I like a pot. I like a pot. OK, Keurigs, so Keurigs never have enough. And that might be my issue. I like my mm. coffee strong. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a I'm a white belt in the caffeine world. Like, um, do you drink energy drinks? Do you drink like rock stars and shit like that? I used, to, I used to drink monster like crazy. Like, I don't know what it happened. I hit some sort of like uh, some some sort of like uh, threshold in my life where uh, energy drinks and, and, and coffee just gave me insane anxiety, like heart pumping shit i might have an issue i don't know i don't want to look into it <laughs> i'm not a doctor man but yeah maybe it's just maybe. But like so soda doesn't do it to me it's just like things that are i think soda high. doesn't have as much caffeine though as like That's the thing so like i think i think i might just have developed a sort of caffeine sensitivity which sucks because i used to because like I can I can handle a cup of coffee and I love coffee whatever I used to love the flavor of Monster Energy drink so much that is where I draw the line man I can't as much as I love it I will not drink a Monster Energy drink anymore because the last time I drank one I literally I I made it like halfway through the can and I thought I was gonna fucking die like it was insane <laughs> and it, and I I went to the doc to the hospitals for this shit before and they told me that it was just anxiety but like i i'm not like too big in uh pills and shit like right right on i, I, I respect that like a dependency because like you're already you know, dependent on fucking coffee and cigarettes man what's another that's just too much time i'm not, I'm not <laughs> dependent on coffee i'll go days okay. without drinking coffee uh cigarettes yeah whatever i was like that god <laughs> but uh but yeah dude like you want I kids wish. it's kind of a far left question or just like out of the nowhere question but do, do you I want, want kid? kids yeah i have a i have a three-year-old daughter oh i had no fucking idea yeah. <laughs> sorry didn't know yeah. that you were didn't know that you were the fucking uh chorus to incomplete and also didn't know that you were a father <laughs> it's okay i i don't really uh publicize these things three-year-old uh, daughter you say or son three-year-old daughter her name is elena and i named her after the lead singer of alice in chains rest in peace nice nice um, do you uh what would so like i guess i asked that because it's like if when your daughter becomes like 18 or 20 or whatever and if, if they start smoking cigarettes or drink like would you have anything to say about it or we'd be like oh dad did it you know just be careful <laughs> i don't know if she's of age, she can do whatever she wants. Uh, when it comes to cigarettes, like that's gonna be the one thing I'm really gonna try to like, because I I I think about myself and I think like, you know, of of course with some boundaries, I'm gonna be a, like a really cool and understanding parent because my parents are really cool and understanding with me and uh, like not like to an extent, you know, as 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 most good parents are. Uh, my dad was always, he was really cool. And then when I was a little asshole, he was a fucking asshole too. You know, it's like. That was one of my dad's phrases, like growing up, he'd always say, I'm cool, but I'm not that cool. Whether it had something to do with me or a stranger, like he's always just kind of like, let it be known. Hey, I have my limits. <laughs> Don't it's, step it's, on me. 
it's kind of funny because like up until I turned 18, my dad was a very, like not a very authoritative parent, uh, just to the eyes of a teenager, I would say so. But like, you know, looking back, my dad was, was pretty uh, chill about a lot of things and he just gave a shit, you know? Uh, right. But like after I turned 18, like, you know, most, most kids or kids, most people, uh, when, when they, uh, when they do drugs together <laughs> with, with their parents, I say drugs loosely, like typically uh, uh, most people like smoke pot with their parents first, yeah. you know, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, I haven't accomplished that yet, but a part of me wants to do it, but. Uh... You know what I mean? Like most, most people who, who who has that relationship, like that's oh, the first right. step, you know what I mean? Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, the first time I ever was any sort of not, sober around my dad with my dad was we took some tabs of acid and walked around a carnival together and how old are you uh currently i'm 25 oh so Uh, no i mean when you did when you did acid with your dad oh i was i want to say i was 19 when i did that wow how old's your dad my dad is 16 years older than i am currently so that makes him like in his 40s he's 40s like two or 43 oh you got a young dad yeah 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 my my dad's uh he we get mistaken for brothers a lot and he's aging really well too he doesn't look like he's in his 40s that's probably a good sign that's a good sign for you though you're like oh i've got good dad genes when i get older can look forward to not looking that old yeah, my mom's jeans got me fat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old like your I mom? Tower, I tower over my dad, and uh, uh, you know he's he's a little short, scrawny dude. And I'm like, like I don't know if you can see me, but I'm like a stockier. I'm like, oh really? Six, six one, six foot, six one. Oh, swear! This whole time, for some reason, I always like imagine you. Uh skinnier i mean because you're sitting down and like it's kind of dark so I, and from the first time i saw you i thought i thought you're like a skinny maybe lanky like tall guy but i always thought you were skinny something um, about your voice too i don't know not i'm not skinny but i'm not like fat like right I'm like i could play football if i didn't oh. smoke cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah um that was an interesting experience uh let alone like not just the fact that being around the the guy who who was parenting me my whole life and him also being on acid as well it's like that that whole situation like my hometown where i come from uh is full of the ugliest people you'll ever see (laughs) and that was when i was like in my real like hippie phase dude like uh it was the 4th of July. So obviously it was like the middle of summer and every 4th of July, my hometown has this, this huge like carnival festival thing with like all these fireworks and shit. And, um, I, uh, I, 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 I was wearing a, like a really baggy wool, uh, sweater. I was wearing pajama pants. Was wearing my beanie, long ass hair, 
middle of summer, so everyone's looking. I mean, like, what the hell is this guy doing? But I'm sitting there tripping balls, and everyone, all these ugly fucking people keep staring at me. And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, Sounds do? like a fun time, though. Sounds like a fun time. I know. It was great. It was wonderful. I've never done no, – I've, I've gotten drunk with my dad. Um, I don't remember how many times, though. Uh. I think I've done it quite a lot now that I really think about it, but it was never really nothing too memorable. Like recently I did it and I guess my dad's older. My dad's like 65, 66. I think he's 66 turning 67 this year. Holy shit. And so last year when we were drinking, I, it was, it wasn't as fun. It was just more of like, uh, is this all right? <laughs> like, is this okay for my dad? Like, am I being a bad influence on him? Like I want my dad to be, you know, healthy. Um, and then I remember, you know, he's had some friends over and shit and then they just kind of like would give me shots and stuff, but I don't know, just alcohol in general, just same with the cigarettes. I'd say alcohol. Definitely. I'm not saying that I've never had a good time with it. And definitely now, since I've kind of like put it out there and I'm really trying to like prove to myself that I could at least go a year without doing it. Um, this past like weekend, I definitely have had the urge to drink. Like, I don't know. I just, but I know the moment I do it, I'm I'm gonna just kind of like regret it and be like, what the fuck? Um, yeah. So, wait, so are you going a year? Or are you going until this UFC guy slips up? Uh, though both of those, and also I'm trying to just go the rest of my life without. So, but it's just like four months in, like from, from the beginning, I was definitely like no more alcohol and then like hyping up to it. Cause I like hyped it up for my birthday. I was going to have a uh, six beers for my 27th birthday. And the six beers represented each year I was illegally allowed to drink. And <laughs> so I had those six beers. I don't know if I had any shots or anything, but I definitely got drunk not oh i've never been blacked out drunk before either no but no i've i've gotten like fucked up for sure like just puking and fucking fucked up by like mixing alcohol like i've definitely had a phase where i was just like i wanted to get fucked up my head was like probably in a bad place and i'm young i'm like 18 19 going to parties like house parties and just what i don't know anything about alcohol i'm just like I'm trying to get to that point where alcohol doesn't taste like alcohol. And once we're there, it's game on, baby. We're having fun. And uh, wow, dude, I just, oh my God. I just had a flashback, actually. I think I was like 18. Uh, that, I'm going to say this guy's name, and I feel like he doesn't listen to the podcast, but I know for sure he knows who I am. And if he ever stumbles upon this, this would be funny. His name is Zach. So Zach, if you're listening, you know what this is. I was at Zach's house who was like an acquaintance, not ever even really a close friend like that. I would just kind of see him every now and then because he was friends with some of my friends. Never had a problem with him. Not that I know of. Uh, maybe until this night. But uh, <laughs> I'm at his house. They're throwing a New Year's Eve party. Um, fuck, what year are we? I think we're going from 2013 to 2014, I think. And I'm just, um, like I said, I'm fucked up. I'm just drinking everything and I'm playing beer pong. I'm playing beer pong and I'm already fucked up. And, 
you know when you know when you're playing beer pong and you're like trying to distract people by like you know moving your hands and shit yeah yeah i'm over here whipping my dick out dude i'm over here (laughs) (laughs) whipping I'm over here whipping my fucking dick out. That's dick and ball, dick, dick and balls, dude. That's a good distraction, dude. Yeah, Give man. Give yeah. I don't know if I won the game or what, but I just wow, I can't, <laughs> you know, it's and it's not like it's not like I wake up every day thinking about that for after all these fucking years, but you know, a guy like Zach who barely fucking knows me, that's probably the first thing that comes to his fucking mind when he thinks of me. And so man, I was fucked up. And that's all I remember, really. I mean, and then and then like my friends took me home the next day and I'm just yakking, dude, like yakking all over a parking lot. And then I come home, yak some more, dude. And I hit. Oh, yeah. Every time I have that feeling of, oh, I'm never drinking again. I really want to get rid of that. Like I've had plenty of times of just being fucking sick, dude, and like tired of being fucked up. It's so shitty that we're in 2022 and they haven't developed a solid cure for the hangover. It's called not drinking. It's called Uh, not drinking. (laughs) I don't know. Like a part of me feels like, uh, nah, I'm just talking big game right now. I'd be fucked up if I got fucked up tonight. I'd be fucked up tomorrow. If I really, I know I could fuck myself up, but a part of me is like, yeah, man, just get Pedialyte, a nap, you'll be good. Yeah, because no. sometimes it works. Sometimes it's, it's it works. all false. It's all false. The, <laughs> the closest thing that I think might work that I don't have enough money is uh, the the people on Jersey Shore do it, and it's like an IV. Oh, <laughs> uh, like <laughs> IV like, drip. Like it's like a drip of like some something. I don't know exactly what it is, but it basically goes into your bloodstream and filters out all of the alcohol from your system. And it's like, yeah, sure. I'll get right on that, you know. <laughs> oh, dude. I mean, oh, man. I, I don't know. I black like... out very rarely because I have a insanely high tolerance to alcohol. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, the last time I blacked out was actually fairly recently. It was uh, last New Year's, the New Year's coming into this year. Oh, really? I kind of had a bad New Year's, but go ahead. Tell me about this. I also had a bad New Year's, and that's why this happened. <laughs> All right. Um, so, you know, it's New Year's, right? Everybody yep. is doing something. Not me. Uh-uh. Nope, nope. Everybody fell through. Nobody invited me to anything, uh, and nobody came over to my shindig that I had planned and I was like, all right, fuck it. I got all this stuff. I'm just going to drink all of it because it's new years and I'm by myself. God Mm -hmm. damn it. Not to, not to get sappy. I'm okay. I promise. No, I I, I get you. (laughs) (laughs) So I drank all of it and I blacked out and I woke up the next day feeling like fucking garbage. And one of the chairs in my kitchen was destroyed, like shattered. Like I fucking. Were you like home alone? Home alone? Home. I was all by myself. Wow. So you, do you? So you have no idea how what happened to the chair, huh? Uh, well, based off of the numerous amounts of people I called that night, I was able to piece some stuff together. Okay. I called my ex that night. Uh, Man. One of multiple that night. <laughs> oh. not, not my greatest feat uh 
I don't usually drink liquor, and I was drinking liquor that night, so that's that's why. Uh, what kind of liquor? Uh, Jose Cuervo. Okay, tequila. tequila. Oh yeah, fun. The good stuff. I typically can handle that shit like a pro, but I think I was like all butt hurt that night, and that right may have triggered the blackout, whatever. So I and and I ended up calling my uh, my ex the next day. Uh, you know my the mother of my child, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> I called you last night. It says so here. Like, uh, did I tell you anything about anything? She's like, oh yeah, yeah. You told me that you grabbed a chair and you beat it against the ground until it shattered. And I was Holy like, oh, fuck! Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that see, not- that's just that. That's what scares me. You know, like you don't remember. You have to connect the clues, and it's just like, fuck, man. Well, I would hate happens. to. That never happens to me. And I know it that did. I did that, like, like knowing me, I know that I did that not because I was angry or not because I was sad. I did that because I was like, oh, yeah, no one wants to come here. I'm going to do something where no one could tell me I can't do it. And then, I'll right. fucking, you know what I mean? Just did it because I could and no one could stop me. Like, you know Would you I mean? do that sober, though? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Are you kidding me? I'm, I only have one one. Uh, kitchen chair left <laughs> <laughs> and you're just all like you know what all i need is one chair fuck this there's nobody <laughs> yeah. sitting here <laughs> seriously though you know <laughs> should have called me up bro i would have done a zoom no nah, man <laughs> I, so i spent i spent this new year sober and it kind of made me realize and and i never really thought of it like fuck when was the last time i had a new year sober you know like even if I don't plan on drinking, like if I'm with people, I'm drinking and shit like that. It's just like, I don't know. It's like New Year's is a good time to be drunk responsibly. And uh, yeah, this past New Year's did make me kind of realize like, fuck, dude, this like kind of sucks. It's like it, it kind of <laughs> sucks being sober for the new year. While, and, and especially if everyone around you is drunk. I was kind of by myself. I was with my girl, but we were having some drama. And uh, I think we, we we patched it up like the next day on the podcast and talked about what went down. Um, and basically, we were both in the wrong. <laughs> but uh, um, like I just put myself in a big setting. And then I went to a party also during this four months where uh, it was in November. So I'm just like in month one of not drinking and everyone around me is drinking. We're playing like beer pong and rage cage and all that good stuff. And I'm just having my girl drink for me while i'm playing the games and like i don't know man it just kind of clicked in my head like man i'm playing with fucking balls and cups right now like just you know this is not as amusing without alcohol in my system you know and it's just like oh oh this is kind of a joke too that i've kind of like planted in my brain but it's like it's so much more humiliating when you play one of those fucking drinking games and you're not drinking and you're like missing terribly as if you are drunk like you like (laughs) you you don't have no excuses you're like oh your fucking hand-eye coordination is garbage normal and and everyone around you is like drinking and shit and so they kind of have an excuse to be fucking missing and giggling and laughing but there's there is some kind of like subconscious embarrassment that i have doing things that only drunk people do when i'm not drunk i feel like people judge me a little bit more or have like more of a um 
an excuse or a reason to judge me for how I am because I'm like showing my true self. You know, I feel like some people do kind of hide a little bit behind substances, weed, alcohol or whatever to kind of like have that. Like I was just I was just texting somebody right now and and at the end of their message because they tried explaining like an analogy to me or something. They like they were like, sorry, I'm high. That doesn't make sense. And I'm just kind of like, uh, does it gonna... not make sense because you're high or does it not make sense because you're dumb? Yeah, not to be rude, but it's just kind of, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like I would use that excuse sometimes too, but it's just, I mean, how high are you? Like, because if I'm getting high every day, dude, I don't think that should be an excuse unless you're just like upping the quantity every single day. But like, if I'm, you know, if I'm smoking a bowl or something and, and I get caught up maybe like fresh off, you know, if I'm like hit it and then like within 30 seconds, someone's like, Hey, catch. And they hit me in the face. I'm like, bro, I'm fucking smoking (laughs) here. What the fuck? You know? But if I take a hit and then 20 minutes later, somebody's like, you know, reaction time is dwindled, but reading a text, you can take as much time as you need. You know? Or coming up, I mean, like uh, like I said, with alcohol and and cigarettes, everybody's different. You well, know, and everybody's different. Nothing sucks about being sober by your own choice. I mean, the the fact that you went to a party where people were drinking and and you were maintaining that sobriety. I mean, that's that's good on you. There's a lot of people who can't do that who would have flaked right there on that moment. So, like, props to you, man. Um, Thank you. Uh, being going completely sober uh i mean i i think i could do it i've never gave it a shot i've never felt the need to because i don't fit, like alcohol ruins lives but it hasn't ruined mine you know uh, good one <laughs> <laughs> i think it's i mean shit if it ain't broke don't fix it you know i guess if i were in your shoes i guess it'd be a little bit more of like a challenge to myself and just like an experiment and especially with like what I do with this podcast and stuff, like, like, like this podcast, um, one of my promises to myself is like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like, I don't want to care. I don't want to get so wrapped around like quick fame, quick money. I just want to do this kind of like with my music, like timestamps and time. And what, what better way to do it with like conversations that are hours long to really get a gauge of where my headset is, or, um, sorry, headspace is at the time. So I could just kind of like look back and, and just like self growth, self growth, and things like that. Um, yeah, yeah. But so, like, if I was like smoking cigs every day or drinking frequently, I feel like it'd be kind of funny to just, you know, like suicide logs. I'm on fucking day five of no coffee. Fuck this shit, dude. You know, just like <laughs> sometimes I feel like you just need to put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, to like get the best out of you out. You know. Well, if you ever do break, and I mean, you know, don't listen to me because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm what they call the devil on people's shoulders. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, but if you ever do break, you should do a, a full month only doing the podcast drunk. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know Challenge. if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that. Dude. I can be I, your guest, dude. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying to think of when was the last time I got drunk on the podcast because it was like this big thing about like never being on the, I've been high on, like there's been episodes where I'd take edibles and I'd like, like high, like doses back then to where I'd like be like, oh, we're just going to be on here until we can't anymore. But I'm trying to do, I've never taken a shot on the, on the podcast. I've never, 
just been chilling with a beer and and I don't want it to come off as if like I've got something to hide or something like that. It's just more of like it just doesn't interest me. But now that I'm like speaking it out, it is a little bit kind of like, huh, wow, you guys have never seen that side of me, the dumb side that that would probably the, the side of me that would whip his dick out at a beer pong table, you know? Yeah. And well, uh it would be interesting. And and I would say, and I'm saying only if you do break. I'm not telling you to break your right, sobriety. right, right. I hear but you. if you do, you know give it a shot uh but you know make it make it a make it a solo uh podcast you know if you do do it to kind of like test the waters and but you know i mean i don't know don't like i said don't listen to me (laughs) man i'm starting to forget the rules i made to myself like i would like one uh, like i wouldn't mind too much a one exception thing but i'd want it to be you don't want to do that if you're if you're maintaining if you're maintaining this there's no exceptions I definitely, I, I guess where the place where I'm at right now, I'd want to document it. I'd want to do a podcast for sure. Um, yeah, I don't want to just be fucking getting drunk watching TV or something. Like, I definitely would want to kind of like be like, all right, guys, we're five beers in. Let's see and try to like challenge myself to hold up a conversation. But I'm trying to think like, I think I made an exception to like only drink with my dad or something like that because, you know, he's. He's older, so there's only so much time left in his life. Well, yeah, um, I guess in a situation like that, that is very much different. Um, but like that's something. Once you start making exceptions, is is how you relapse. Mm. You know, and I yeah, but I, I, I sorry, not not I'm, saying that you have a problem or anything. Oh like yeah, right. For for people I know in my past who have had issues not just with alcohol but with other things uh they're like uh you know what you're right i'll do this and then they end up you know spiraling again you know you have a lot of sober friends i do i do have a lot of sober friends what's Uh, the difference between like a sober friend and a uh and and a and a drinking friend like do you do you feel like it's like harder to maintain friendships or is like it's just different it's it's not really an issue because um, I I I, I kind of like I cut out people who feel the need like I, I've cut out people in my life who can only function like when they drink or like whenever like right right so I have friends who are sober and you know hanging out with them is just as cool as hanging out with my dude who's like hey you know you you want to get a beer like like Todd for example you know like uh-huh. it there's really no difference um i i know a lot of people from my past that i grew up with who kind of you know uh peaked in high school and have just been trying to stay there ever since you know and uh you know personally me with like my own personal growth like you know i'm not about that like i i do drink uh you know semi-frequently like i i i i drink but you know, I'm also able to control myself. Like, like I'm a, I, I'm a single dad with a daughter. Okay. Right, whenever I, right. whenever I get my kid, you know, uh, you know, we're, we're like a week for week thing, you know, whatever, if you guys care, uh, yeah. I'm not touching a single drop of alcohol when I have my daughter and I have no issue with that. And I don't spend a single one of those days like, oh man, I'd so much rather be drinking. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
I guess that's what I, I guess that's what I'm afraid of because I, I don't have kids and I'm kind of like on the, uh, uh, I mean, I do want them, you know, but not right now. And like, I don't know. I, you just, every there's a, there's things that are out of, out of your control. So it's like, in my mind, I want like, I, I want a fucking boy, you know, I like, I want the kid, but I want him to be 18 already. And I want him to be raised. Right. I don't want to do the hard work that comes with being a dad, you know? Um, and I, I just feel like I'm not ready for it, but I'm just like, I don't know. I just want to feel whether, super ready. Whether you're ready or not, when it happens, you will be because you'll have uh-huh. no choice. I don't know, man. Tell that to Casey Anthony. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I'm, okay. Well, look, not everybody is a normal functioning human fucking being. I mean, Casey Anthony, in fact, is actually a really good point in that. Um, her her daughter was missing for what, like three months before it was reported to the police? And what was she doing that whole time? Fucking. She was out getting drunk and getting all <laughs> fucked up with her fucking boyfriend yeah. or whatever, you know, like. I'm glad you know who that is because that would have been a bad joke if you're like, oh, can I have to like explain it to you? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm super into like uh, true crime shit. And I think it's bullshit that she got away with that. Right. For anything. <laughs> she should have at least, I mean, I know like time served, I don't give a fuck. I know she spent a bunch of time in jail, but t- child negligence, even if she didn't fucking kill her kid, she should be under the fucking ground for the fact that they found her kid's body and she didn't give a fuck for however much time was in between her she didn't even call the police actually her mom did yeah there's a great video on youtube that's like hella long i don't know 40 50 minutes and they like break it down they have all of the police calls and everything yeah i think Um, i i think i've seen the same ones we're probably in the yes or something uh, I don't know if they do heck of videos, but there, there's a lot of that on YouTube. And apparently we're in the same algorithm, brother. <laughs> we're watching the same shit. Maybe uh, you watch Mr. Nightmare. Do you know who Mr. Nightmare is? Oh shit. It's been a, it's been a minute since I've watched Mr. Nightmare, but I do know. Uh, but you're familiar. Yeah. He's still pumping out videos, man. And like, I, I was thinking about it, man. I, it's been like four years since I found out about Mr. Nightmare. And it's just like props to him keeping it up. It's good, good stuff to just kind of like put on, you know, when you're about to go to bed or just like when you're just chilling. I, I like, I like Mr. Nightmare. If I can recommend, uh, there's, I mean, I don't, I don't know how into like I'm, I'm super into like disturbing, like dark, like fucking crazy shit. That I'm into it, man. I feel like my threshold is fucking like high. Like I, it, it takes a lot for me to be like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> well, these are still pretty tame because it's YouTube, uh, but. Uh, I would check out next pose disturbing uh, disturbing internet videos series. There's like so so it's like stuff from the internet that they're showing or something. It's, it's stuff just like you know that's suitable for YouTube. I mean, right, right. There's, ne- there's next another guy called Nexpo. Yeah, Nexpo. N e x p o. N e x p o. Disturbing videos from around the internet or something like that disturbing videos is it like uh the video the his picture it's red guy with glasses nexpo 2.3 million subscribers exploring the internet's dark side oh yeah disturbing things from around the internet 
yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. Series, dude. Check that shit out if, if that's what you're into. Oh, look, there's some, there's something I've watched. You know how it shows that you've had like a couple of like minutes into something? There Apparently, I've watched one of these videos from four years ago. Disturbing things from around the internet, volume one. And it says, uh, it's like the picture, the thumbnail is an emergency ballistic missile. Oh, he's talking about the Hawaii thing. Yeah, they get they get crazier down the line, dude. There's a video on there where like there's this, this crazy oh, like delusional yep. fucking dude who's got a machete who's trying to break into this dude's house. And, and this dude, like his girlfriend's like filming it. And uh, he, you know, he's like, dude, stop, stop doing this. Like, stop trying to do this. And this right. dude has a machete and he's busting down these guys doors he's like i'm telling you right now to stop and he fucking gets in there and he's got a machete and the, and the guy the homeowner you know he ends up shooting him dead and uh you know like it's pretty crazy that's pretty um fucking surreal stuff and and i'm really into that and actually if we can draw this back to my music it, right it, right it's, it's it's kind of funny because todd and i are are, are very much like yin and yang when it comes to these like todd you can always tell whenever todd writes the lyrics because his are more like uplifting and optimistic and mine are more like you know dark and depressing but like being that like i'm in charge of like the 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 sampling and stuff uh we have a song on our ep house of glass called phone call which is just an interlude that i wrote and can uh, can i pause you real quick is is house of glass on itunes Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, I got to download that. I don't think I've gotten to it yet. Yeah, House of Glass is available everywhere. Uh, it's I, feel, I feel bad. You guys are promoting it the first fucking show, and I, here I am. Having to listen to it, it wasn't... When we did the first show, it wasn't out yet. But that's the EP that uh, Incomplete is on. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no. What I was saying is, like, we were promoting it, like... And I remember you gave the name House of Glass on like exclusive on this on this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, but here I am. So. First, you guys are yep. the first to know. Yep. And uh, I. <laughs> it's okay, man. I I get it. <laughs> People are busy. Only we're not your only. Uh, yeah. Podcast. I yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I guess I'm just being extra nice. I don't know. But um, I mean, check check it out for sure if you ever get the chance. I'm uh, I'm gonna do it right. Yeah, it's fresh in my mind. Very like, diverse. Uh, there's a song on there. Uh, the very last song on there features um, a very talented artist by the name of Katana. She's super cool. If you guys are listening, go and follow her everywhere. Katana. I, I checked her out. Yeah, I have heard some of the music with her. Um, I wanted to ask. Oh, but 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 uh, well, I, I think I interrupted you. I'm sorry. You, oh yeah, yeah, Something yeah, about yeah. a song. So we were uh, circling back to like the disturbing content. Like I like to hide like semi-disturbing stuff in Todd and mine songs because I think it's funny because oh. Todd, when he does stuff is, um, am I cutting out? No, I, I had a question about the song Incomplete. I think yeah. one of the course is I can beat you senseless if you want me to. Did you make that one? Is that you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah see that's dark i was singing that shit in the shower and i was like this kind of makes me sound like an an abuser like well, i don't see, know about this <laughs> i want to know what like okay so the song is basically about begging somebody like what is it that you want from me um do you want me to be like you know it, it, in a world I, where it yeah. seems like uh relationships that lasts are uh, abusive ones like mm. is that what you want from me 
do you want me to be that kind of person? Why, like, what is it? And it's like, I, I sample at the end of that uh, from It's a Wonderful Life. It's like, a, you, I, you want the moon? I, I get what you mean. I have a song, not to fucking put myself out there like that too much, but like, I, I have a song. Um, oh, my lyric, it, like this whole song is about just being like toxic but like being in like being in love, like toxic love and the, uh, fuck, how does the lyric go? It's something about like, I don't remember. It sounded good, like on paper, but basically it, the lyric basically means like, I'll, I'll be whatever you want me to be. Like, that's how much I, I, I love you, but it's like, that's not good. That's not good for yourself. You know, like you're, you're not, you're not supposed to like, you know, trade who you are or like trying to fit this mold for someone, you know, but I feel like that's such a cliche thing. Like when I write songs, obviously it's not really about me. I always just kind of think about like what it sounds good and what makes sense. And you know, it's fucking art. Well, bear um, with me here. When a relationship comes down to shit like that, it sort of becomes a house of glass. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> the that's, good that's one, basically that, that, that EP, uh, the themes around it are basically, you know, um, toxicity and fragility. Um, just, just at, at any moment, a stone can be thrown. And uh, the the last song on that EP called "Shattered," featuring Katana, you know, it's shattered. Uh, it, it's 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 the last song signifying, you know, that that house of glass finally being shattered, essentially, and. Uh, I mean, yeah, given this, given this knowledge, just everybody listening to this, go, go and check it out. I mean, we're, we're definitely not like, we're not gorillas, but you know, <laughs> we, we do our thing. One day, maybe I'm going to, I'm going to close out this podcast with one of those songs from house of glass. I'm going to pick out like one of my favorite, even though incomplete is one of my favorites, but hey, fuck it. I might close out with incomplete again. Who fucking knows? <laughs> just make sure you open it with, Solitude by Paradigm out now on YouTube. Everybody, go and check that out. Fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> I got you, man. Anything else that you want to say and share? I know I kind of cut you off a little bit. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, so on House of Glass, there's an interlude track called Phone Call, um, and and like I I was saying earlier, I like to I like to sneak in like dark, disturbing things into our music, especially. <coughs> because of uh <coughs> how todd is like with his uh optimism and all that which love you todd he knows <laughs> I, he knows i do this though but not a lot of people uh catch catch up on it i mean it, in this song in particular it, it, it's pretty obvious but in phone call which is this interlude that i wrote an instrumental the sample that's playing in the background is of a 911 call that uh, an old woman gets murdered <laughs> on the phone. Fucking dark, dude. I gotta check that out. Hey, let me um, let me pause you here real quick. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm One second. Too. Okay, thank you. What's up, brother? You back? Sorry, man. I had to had to let my girl in. She just no came worries. home, but uh, yeah, I'll cut that. I'll, I'll cut that out. <laughs> that was perfect time, and I had to pee so bad. Oh god. Yeah, something about podcasts makes you need to pee a lot, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't that. I've gotten over it though. Like, like when I first started doing this, it'd be like, what the hell? I think 
this episode I did good. I did not have to pee. I think it's just like it. I've realized with the show, I always emphasize drink water. You got to drink water and um, that fucks with you. So you need to have like, just make sure you drink water beforehand and just kind of like, I don't know. Like I like to think like when you're doing sports, you know, or if you're working out, you don't want to fucking drink water after every set. Like that's not, you. sometimes you kind of need to earn your water. There's going to be times in your fucking life where you're not going to have water and you need to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's better. Yeah. It's better to figure out how to ration it now. Yeah. But, later but when don't be somebody who drinks one water bottle a day, like all the time, you know? <laughs> I know people who don't drink. I know people who refuse to drink water and that's an insane concept to me. Yeah, I man, there's a guy that I met. He he drank nothing but soda, and I like called him out on it. And he was just like, "I just I just don't. I don't I don't know. I just I'm like you're. I don't know. Whatever. And, and he smoked cigarettes. No offense, but he was like drinking like seven soda uh, and smoking cigarettes. Dude, drinking. You no, know he's thirsty twenty four seven. Yeah, he's have diabetes soon. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, he. He's out of my life, dude. He didn't last too long in my life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, okay. So as I was saying, to just kind of give you like a comeback time for the cut. Oh, as yes, sir. As I was saying, um, so there's, there's, a, there's a track on House of Glass called Phone Call where uh, it, it's an interlude. There's no singing in it. And I sample, there's a, this 911 call an old woman makes and it's a, used as like a, a, a training video for dispatch officers as to what not to do because the dispatch officer was very negligent during oh. this call and this old woman ended up getting murdered over the phone and so I I play that and and the song itself is pretty much um, it's it's it, it was it was written during a, a time of mourning where like you know panic attacks are kind of frequently so I wanted to like embody what a panic attack feels like in an auditory way and i felt like every time i heard that audio it made me feel um very uncomfortable and the audio itself kind of it, it, it's uh the, the song itself it's like a, a build up to something that never happens and all that I, but then that kind of that kind of reminds me of uh slipknot on their iowa album there's a song or like, I think it's the intro. I think it's called like five one five or something like that. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where it's like the, it's uh it's all the screaming. The screaming in. Did you, did you know that? What do you know the story behind that? Isn't that uh, like Sid's grandma or grandpa died? Yeah. And, uh, he ended up just getting all pissed off and going in the booth. And uh, yeah, it's just like, you know, it's one of those, it, it, for him, it's like that timestamp, you know, he's always going to listen to that. You know, they open with it and shit like that. That's just something it's like his homage to his grandparent. And it's like at that moment. And he, and he was like, you know, chairing himself, exposing his moment. You know, that's a very sensitive. It's almost like a sacrifice. You know, right. you have a little bit of a you have to relive that a little bit for the album that they the self-proclaimed best metal album ever. Um, and and uh, and 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 notice how it's not like notice how visceral and how like s angry and scary that is. I mean, I know that's Slipknot's typical mo, but for something as touchy as that, um, you know, uh, it, it's it's not always going to be something beautiful. And 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 
you know, consoling because it's not losses, uh, literally everything, but those things, you know, art, man, grateful for art. Uh, grateful to have you on one half maybe i'll have todd on maybe i'll have both of you guys on thanks for thanks for reaching out man like i know i said it before but i just kind of want to put it on air too you know you reached out to me and that means a that means a lot you know it means i did my job or the first especially coming back trying to be on again it's uh it always makes me feel good when people want to come on for a second time it means i we had a great time and i and i and i did have a great time you were a good guest man like we i learned a lot I learned a lot. So I appreciate that. So, yeah, yeah man. Thank you for having me again. Um, I, I appreciate it. And yeah, dude, I'm, I'm always down to come back. You know, uh, the fir- first times talking to anybody, there's always that little bit of awkwardness, but I feel like there wasn't yeah. that this time because, you know, we've already talked to each other. So it was a little bit more one-on-one too. So it wasn't no, not too many trying to talk over each other and shit really get to know each other. Yeah, and hopefully my audio is better this time. Oh, way better, at least on my end. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd actually, I definitely would love to make this episode longer. I could, I feel like we, I'm, I'm hitting a roll right now. I could talk about whatever. I, I had something that I wanted to say about the, um, uh, that, that scary stuff, the, the horror um, YouTube thing, but maybe for another time. If you remember, you bring it up, and I'll you? say it. Don't you got another guest coming? Yeah, he just fucking hit me up right now, but he can fucking wait his turn. <laughs> All right, Jonas. Well, I appreciate that, brother. Hey, thank you for having me. Um, Solitude Paradigm. Out yes, sir. Make sure you check, check it out. out. House of Glass, our, our most recent EP, available on all platforms. Paradigm, House of Glass. Me and Todd Brown. Thank you, Suicide Locks, for having me on. Thank you, and, man. Uh,